spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a documentary looks at Chinese investments in Saskatchewan farmland. And Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale discusses the carbon tax and cardlock farm fuel. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepard at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies, wind northwest 20 kilometers per hour and the high plus 2. The low minus 11. Wind chill minus 7 tonight, minus 15 overnight. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness. Winds up to 15K. The high minus 1 tomorrow. Wind chill minus 14 in the morning and minus 5 in the afternoon. The low minus 9. Saturday, sunny with a high plus 2. The low minus 8. Sunday, sunny with a high plus 4. The low minus 6. Monday, clearing skies. The high plus 3. The low minus 3. Tuesday, sunny. The high plus 9. The low minus 2. Wednesday, sunny. And the high forecast, plus 11 degrees. The normal high is zero. The normal low, minus 12. The sun rose at 7.15 this morning. It sets at 7 o'clock tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at minus 3. Saskatoon, minus 2. Swift Current, minus 1. Weyburn is minus 4. Yorkton is minus 2. In Regina, with sunny skies, it's minus 3. That's 26 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 18, giving a wind chill right now of minus 9. Humidity 73%, the barometer rising 102.4. Sunny and Moose Jaw plus 1, winds are from the west-northwest at 26. Once again, Regina, sunny minus 3, that's 26 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. And Technotil Seating System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotil on Facebook or on technotil.com. A new TV documentary looks at the impact of Chinese investment in Saskatchewan farmland. Filmmaker Diana Dai says My Farmland will be broadcast tomorrow on CBC TV. She says it looks at the impact of a Chinese purchase of farmland in the Ogma area. I'm a Chinese Canadian documentary filmmaker, so usually I pay close attention to the news about China or Chinese immigrants here and the Chinese Investment made by Chinese or immigrants can be very controversial, but the investment made by Chinese in the city is kind of well publicized. You know, people know. So, and but when I heard about news, the Chinese immigrants they start to buy farmland in Saskatchewan, and I the reason I decided I want to do the story is. Because farming communities are quite different from cities, you know. Farming communities are small, they're close-knit community, and many of them live there, farm there for many generations. And and you hardly see any Asians or you could say ethnic background and uh, ethnic minority immigrants settles in on farm. So 
I think that will be a, a, the story there because you can see the story. This is two sides to the story. You can see the story from a local's perspective. You can also, you know, tell the story from a newcomer's perspective. That's why I would, would like to make documentary on it, on it. Now, you picked two locations in Saskatchewan for Chinese purchases of farmland. One is in Ogama. What is the story there? So, Ogama, I was uh, this quite large land actually purchased by Chinese immigrants. Because in Saskatchewan, I know that the non-residents, you can uh, you can only own up to 10 acres. So a lot of them actually, uh, they purchased by Chinese immigrants there. And so the locals, and even you, I read newspaper, and I read news saying, you know, the, the even the mayor's meeting with Chinese delegation there. So there's a lot of Chinese presence there it's about a few years ago and but then locals actually they don't know who they are and local farmers and they they think they're chinese and they also think they also think that well you have so much money you you buy up so much land here and they also where's the money come from it could be you set up a, a, a you know a, a canadian company here you're canadian citizen but it could be money could be from outside canada it could be back up financial it could be back up backed up by foreign investors that's where locals people even now even nowadays they still think well how can you get so much money you know and so what happens what do you find out in your documentary say in the ogama case so what happens obviously for the uh, for the young farmers there, they could com- they could not compete with investors. You know they don't have as much money as this, and so their lifestyle and their comfort zone has forced to be changed. And they also worried. One thing is I can see they said, you know because community is so close knit, so everyone involving community events. But now you don't see or Chinese immigrants, or they call the investors there. You don't, you don't see them there. So they said, well, you know, I'm worried about our community will disappear one day in the future. Because the people, they used to be neighbor every mile or two miles. Now, no, because the people purchase lots of land. So you, the, the last neighbor there, and they're afraid it will disappear, you know, the community will disappear. Also, they find, you know, that less people participate in community events. And if there's something happened to them, like a combined fire, you know, any accident can happen, they don't have neighbor nearby. And they say, we don't know those people, whoever new landowner, who are they? They probably, there's a company owner, there's a, the, the, call, the company name called the Numbers. You don't know the owner anymore. So their lifestyle change, their neighborhood change is threatening for them. You know, they, they, feel, they feel insecure. They're, they're afraid. They're worried. This is part one of a two-part feature on filmmaker Diana Dye's documentary called My Farmland. In the second part just coming up, we see the impact of a Chinese-Canadian struggle to buy and operate a farm near Cornac. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. This is part two of a new TV documentary looking at the impact of Chinese purchases of Saskatchewan farmland. In part one, filmmaker Diana Dai highlighted community concern about the loss of local ownership and community involvement in Ogamaw. 
In part two, she shows the challenge faced by a Chinese-Canadian family trying to start a farming career in Cornac. There's two sides to the story. And so for Davy Foods family, they are a Chinese immigrant. They have actually they were in Vancouver, stayed in Vancouver for 12 years. And they immigrated to Canada in 1998. Davy for himself, he was a farmer in China. But the farming experience in China, there's no comparison in, in Canada. And the, the farming experience in China is more like a manually, you know, manually. It's, it's a very, you don't have any high-tech stuff, not like in Canada. Like you, use the, you have a combine, you have the cedar spray, you're all controlled by high-tech GPS. So for them, for this family, they don't have any experience there. But again, they are, you know, Chinese immigrants. Uh, in the beginning, they're not very welcome there. So make, they are, they're pretty isolated. You know, they don't have a strong supporting system there. They have to start from zero. So it's really hard for them. Even it's hard for them to borrow the money too because they said, okay, you don't have a farming truck, uh, you know, farming, uh, prove you of farming uh, experience. No, they can't. So the, the life's hard for them. Are they thriving finally? They are finally they are, they are good. They they are they're getting much better now, you know. And the local and there's lots of nice neighborhood neighbors there too. They trying to help they help they help them out too. But there's always some people there. They don't feel like food family is belong to there. They don't belong to there for them. When does this air? It will be air on March 15th, which is this Friday at 9 p.m. on CBC. And you can also watch the documentary on website, which is CBC Gym on all the devices, cbc.ca slash watch, 24 hours. So you can watch it anytime, anywhere, as long as you're in Canada. The TV documentary, My Farmland, airs on CBC TV tomorrow night. It showcases Chinese involvement in buying farms near Ogama and Cornac in Saskatchewan and in wine country near Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario. It appears a loophole affecting the carbon tax and farm fuel is going to be closed. Last week, the Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan raised concern that only farm fuel delivered on-farm would receive a carbon tax exemption after April 1st and not fuel purchased at Cardlocks. Saskatchewan Liberal MP and Senior Cabinet Minister Ralph Goodale discussed the issue with delegates at the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities Convention yesterday in Saskatoon. I have uh, spoken with uh, both the uh, Environment Minister's uh, office uh, and the Minister of Finance. Your point is uh, exactly well taken. Fuels used on-farm, diesel or or gasoline, for on-farm purposes, are uh, exempt from uh, carbon pricing. And uh, that problem must be fixed before the 1st of April. The carbon pricing will go into effect April 1st, even though a ruling on a challenge of the carbon tax is still before the court. Farmers are also concerned about a recent decision by China to stop imports of Canadian canola by Richardson International, a Winnipeg-based grain trader. Earlier in the day, Premier Scott Moe criticized the federal government for its handling of the situation. Goodale says the canola issue is a very serious problem and is a very high priority. We are as frustrated and as concerned as farmers are about this situation. To the best of our knowledge, there is absolutely no basis for any allegation of contamination against Canada. We have asked the Chinese to verify their accusation. To date, 
they have not presented any information that would prove the allegation. Uh, and we will pursue the issue on a science-based foundation every way we possibly can to get those markets back open for Canada. International Trade Minister Jim Carr addresses SARM delegates today. The meeting wraps up later today. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola gained $2.50 at $404.92. Oats rose $1.08 at one ninety zero two. Number one red spring wheat increased $3.97 at two thirteen sixty four. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 215.84. Feed barley, 192.63. Flax, 475.61. Yellow peas, 254.54. Feed wheat, 193.31. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May wheat is up nine and three quarter cents at 560 and a quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for March 13th regular sale. Your cow and bull market is steady here in Assiniboia as your heifer rep sold from a dollar to a dollar ten a pound. D1 and D2 cows sold from 78 cents to 88. D3 cows sold from 67 to 77. Counter cows sold from 50 cents to 65. And your slaughter bulls from 95 cents to $1.05 a pound. For any more market information, give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices are from yesterday. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 119 to 132 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling in a range of 122 to 135 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened higher today. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up 20 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.3378. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.17 cents US. US cash markets are all up relative to the previous session for the second time this week. New plant activity, continued optimism on pork movements, and recovery in the value of the carcass is providing rationale for the support. Lean hog futures are likewise higher on increasing optimism that the ASF outbreak in China is getting worse and spreading throughout Asia. Tomorrow's USDA export data report will be watched closely and follow-through buying could resume if an uptick in China buying activity is noted. And the outlook today, sunny skies, high plus 2, low minus 11. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, the high minus 1, and the low, minus 9. In Regina, sunny and minus 3, that's 26 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.